Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric. And the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Okay, it is Thursday and we are back with another episode of Fat Mascara. The summer is winding down and when you're listening to this, Jen and I, I wouldn't say we're on vacation. We're both hanging out in New York, but we are taking a little bit of downtime, but also busy prepping for the fall season of Fat Mascara. I was just going to... 
I was going to say, it's not downtime. I actually feel like we took a pause on these two episodes because we had so much to plan for the fall. Yeah. And yeah we're, not <laughs> and we're like, like booking all these things. Yeah. And- there are no Mai Tais. There are no, like, there's no croquet in the Hamptons. We are, like, busy, like, We're in post-production up. on our summer season. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, d- don't think we're, we're phoning this one in. We, I, we actually have some amazing guests for September and October. We're, ba- we're basically booked up. Yeah, we are. But for today, we wanted to rerun one of our favorite interviews. Um, and I got to pick this one, just like Jess got to pick on Tuesday. I decided to go with makeup artist Nam Vo, who Jess Why and Nam? I loved. Why Nam? Why Nam, you ask? I mean, I, I, I do love Nam, but I'm so curious. Why, when you looked at our catalog, did yeah. you zero in on Miss Nam Vo? Well, first off, logic. You did a skin care person, <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to do another, like, dermatology plastic surgery. Sure. Once I had that out of the way, that same kind of thing you were talking about with Dr. Giacono, I was like, who was fun? Who did I leave the room feeling like, wow, that was fun? I learned something, but I also just felt really entertained. And then I was also like, I miss like having sleepover parties with my girlfriends or getting ready to go out with my girlfriends. And this episode felt like such a girlfriend experience. Like yeah. It was like the three of us just hanging out. Even though we were learning about makeup artistry and her career and stuff, it was really just like she was telling us like fun stories, this, the way you would like just with like an old girlfriend, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I think everybody's going to love the episode. And right now, the dewy look is like about all we're doing. It's the end of August and everybody's a dewy dumpling. So I feel like it's <laughs> timely. Um, so if you haven't heard um, Nam's interview, please listen in. It's going to be so fun. You're going to love it. And meet us on the other side and we'll raise a wand together. Dewy dumplings. We are here with makeup artist Nam Vo, who is basically the queen of glowy skin. You've worked with celebrities like Chrissy Teigen, Kylie Jenner, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. You're also, I'm just going to say, you coined the phrase dewy dumpling skin. I did, I did. That's you. Whoever says they think they came (laughs) up with it, it was you. They're wrong. They're wrong. Welcome to Fat Mascara, Nam. Welcome, Nam. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We've wanted to have you on for a while. Okay, so first, I just want to ask you a few questions. We've been doing this late. We just want to get to know our guests better on like a fundamental, like real talk level. Okay. All right. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? You know what? This is so basic, but strawberry at Van Leeuwen. Oh, oh, at Van Leeuwen. Okay. All right. Fancy. Pretty basic. Well, a strawberry? The Van Leeuwen ele- elevates it. Yeah, okay. I think, I don't know, strawberry is kind of like a quirky flavor. Thank you. Somebody once said that strawberry is for perverts. It is. <laughs> I'm a little perverted. Now. I'm a little perverted. She's going to own it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cats or dogs? What's your preference? Um, dogs. Mm. For sure. Oh, God. Do you have very one? definitive. I used to. Oh, what was its name? It was, um, his name was Bear, and he was a very drop-dead gorgeous Pomeranian. <gasps> oh, like I love Pomeranian. Like supermodel status. Like, remember Boo? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Almost as cute, not quite as cute. (laughs) (laughs) Poor bear. That's really funny. Okay. Most embarrassing song on your playlist right now? Um, Lucky by Britney Spears. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be embarrassed. There's no shame. Celebrity girl crush. Um, Oh my God. Bella Hadid. She smolders. Yeah, Yeah, super babe. Uh, Okay. Favorite nail polish color? 
Um, I never say this right. It's like a blush pink from Chanel or Gandhi or Gami. I think it might be origami. Is it origami? Yeah, origami. Or it's French or maybe, a, I don't oh, know, organ. Or organde, like the fabric. They're oh, all like, after oh, like organza. Yeah. Like the maybe. French word for organza. It starts with organ and I don't know how it ends. We're going to have to do a fact check on okay. that. Yeah. Chanel. Get on it. <laughs> yeah, but also I appreciate a, a buzz from Chanel. Uh, okay. <laughs> and favorite place to go get dumplings. Oh, um, like my the thing, kind you eat. Okay. So, um, Joe Shanghai for like old school dumplings. And then if you want to go modern, um, wh- what is that? Pl- Red Farm. Mm, oh, yeah. I've been wanting to go have their duck. The yeah. Oh, it's so duck. good. Decoy, I, know, I heard, but it's like yeah. $98. Yeah, honey. Get daddy to pay. Okay. <laughs> daddy will pay. <laughs> Hope daddy's not vegetarian. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get, let's get to work. What is dewy dumpling skin? It's plump, moist, healthy, and delicious, just like a dumpling. <laughs> I love it. Um, before, okay, now this is going to go a whole other level. Yeah. I heard you got of your start. Of course you love strawberry ice cream. <laughs> I, I heard you got your start in strip clubs. I did, is that you know. Right? Yeah, I always tell people that when I first moved to New York, everybody, like, I would go to parties and I would meet people and everybody was cool, like, I'm shooting Italian Vogue and I'm shooting Bizarre. And I was always embarrassed. And they would be like, what do you do? Because I would tell people I was a makeup artist. And then I was always embarrassed to tell, especially other makeup artists that were successful, that I was a strip club makeup artist, but now it's a part of my origin story, mm-hmm. and um, it's something that I'm actually proud of. And I look back and I just think that it's really funny. And I always tell people like, it's always good to start at the bottom and climb your way up. You know, if I was like born in like a really wealthy family with like flawless skin, I don't think I would be who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I, um, yeah, I was doing strippers, and I learned a lot. Not about makeup. I learned a lot about men at the strip club. What can what did you learn? They're yeah. they're not that smart. You just need to make them feel good about themselves. But you were like backstage. You never went out there to No, like- no, no. I never did. But I have to tell you, there were some times that I was short on rent. And I don't know if you know this, but in New York, it's only <gasps> have you stripped? No, I never have. Oh. Okay. But they were always wanting Asian girls. There's like a shortage of Asian strippers. Okay. So I and I, of course, I Do never did. Do they still want to be called strippers, or is there like a more? Should we call them exotic dancers? I exotic like, dancers. Okay. And I forgot there was a name. They were. Okay. You know, how like Sephora has cast members. Yes. Strippers. They <laughs> call them something else. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. So you. So did they ask you to dance? Oh yeah, many times. When I went to the job interview, they thought I was a stripper, and he wanted to take a digital of me and take my top off. And I was like, "No, sweetie, uh-uh. I'm here for the makeup job." Oh my god, that's like hard work. Though. Those long hours, I bet. Yeah, I would come in at. 4.30 p.m. and leave at 4, 5 a.m. Oh, my God. Because you don't get paid until the uh, strippers are done on, at the end of the night and cash you out. They tip you out. Like they tip they're... you. But you pay the... If you work at a strip club, not only do the strippers pay, it's like working at a salon and renting a station. I pay the house. Interesting. Everybody pays the house. Did you? Would you always cover your like chair or your whatever it was? House? Yeah, I mean, I, there are some... I mean, it was pretty like decent money, but I didn't know this also, but stripping comes in seasons. So what? like... So the strippers, it, the big markets are like Miami, Vegas, and then New York. So when New York is cold, you go to Miami. Then I don't know what the season was, but strippers like went on tour. Really? So when were you busy, busy in New York? Like summertime. 
Oh, when everybody's so sweaty anyway. Yeah. Or I like thought it'd fall. be the holiday. It's like like holiday, like holiday a little bit. No, just like you know, boys going out after work, mm-hmm. like cutting out early kind yeah. of thing. So it depended on the season. Okay, so now what's the difference between the glow you want to give an exotic dancer and like IRL glow that, you know, we all want to walk around on the streets? Well, exotic dancers actually it's ironic enough that they don't really they want matte, like long lasting thought makeup. You know, they want, <laughs> they're very thoughtful, <laughs> but glowy makeup, it's it's just, it, I think that, you know, I always say trends come and go, like whatever, even like probably highlighting porn is going to come and go, but no matter where you go in the world, I saw this years ago when I was a kid, you know, like in every culture, beauty is defined differently. Like in Vietnam, where my parents are from, they like thinner lips. And when I went to teach a class there, everybody drew their lips smaller. Really? Like African tribes, wide noses are beautiful. But the one thing that's considered universally beautiful wherever you go is beautiful clear skin. Mm. So that's the train that I will be riding on. Okay. Okay. So they have like glitter and stuff. Back up for a second. Where are you from? I'm from San Jose, California, which is, you know, Silicon Valley. Okay. Yeah. Just want, I just wanted to, to picture the whole thing. So there was no, it was more matte look for the dancers, but what it about was, glitter? They're like no. notorious for a man leaves a strip club and no, has no, glitter. No, 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 Not that, anymore. That's a theory. There's no glitter at the strip oh, club. Obviously, I frequent strip clubs <laughs> and know a lot about them. <laughs> Is it like a body sheen? Yeah, Is so it, you could put a body sheen, but no glitter because glitter gets on the husband's. So, oh my God. And you don't want to leave any evidence. And did you know another thing? I shouldn't be giving all these secrets, but no, hit it. on your credit card, when you pay, if you go to like Penthouse, it will say Blake Steakhouse. It like so if your wife looks at your credit card statement, it oh, will that's say funny. Yeah. Or it'll say your, like W2 statement. <laughs> like, that's from the steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, Blake Steakhouse. Which is a really good steakhouse, by the way. <laughs> what are some great like body highlighters that make you look really banging? Ooh, like, how do you okay. hide cellulite on the Okay, yeah. okay. So I'm obsessed with Sol de Janeiro. Oh yes. It's beautiful. I also so my secret concoction is I take Sol de Janeiro and then I do two pumps of like the new Huda highlighter. And explain what Sol de Janeiro is. The bum bum cream. Sol de, no? It's like the bum bum okay. cream. You could buy it at Sephora and it's it like smells this, really good. It smells beautiful and it just makes the skin look like wet, juicy, and it leaves like a very, very fine shimmer. Not glittery, mm-hmm. but it just leaves and it photographs beautifully. Okay. So yeah. and the Sol de Janeiro and the Huda. Yeah, the Huda the like the luminous something drops. I just drop like two of the dark drops and then like the medium um, Sol de Janeiro and it's like a dream come true. And strippers, like you would use this on the strippers, on the entertainers? Oh no, I use it on, back in the days, um, I would, because I didn't have a budget, I was like getting things for free. I wasn't getting things for free like I do now. Mm -hmm. So I think back in the days, I used to use Burt's Bee. Actually, they make like a pearly, (laughs) I know, (laughs) they make like a pearly lotion and then I might like beat some bronzer into it. Okay. Back when I, um, didn't have free products like I do now. But now that I get everything for free, then I drench people in fancy things. Was this like <laughs> 10 years ago you were working in there? Like maybe eight years ago. So eight years ago, strippers were covered in Burt's Bees. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting Oh, you know what? Burt's Bee and then the Laura Mercier, um, you know how that she makes a translucent powder, but there's a like a glowy version of it. Like a, like, oh, almost yeah. like an angel, angel yes. dust. Yes. That's really, really pretty. Okay. All right. So, okay, I know this about you because we've talked. You are notorious, probably people who work on set with you, for your skincare before makeup. Like you won't even start doing makeup for like many minutes into a shoot. Yes. So what is it that like you do? And can you walk us through how you prep a face and why that's so important? Well, first of all, it depends. Like if it's a red carpet, then I'm not going to drench you with all this oil and serum and layer. But if it's for like a typical like glow porn editorial, like what you see. (laughs) Glow porn. (laughs) Like what you see. And then I usually, 
I will tone. I'll massage like three layers of oil on, and then I use the beauty blender. Um, what's the blotterati? And so the secret with oil is skin just naturally loves oil. And mm-hmm. like just you notice any oil that you you put it on the skin, and the skin just really gravitates drinks and like mm-hmm. drinks it up. So what I do is I warm it up like really really warm, and then I press it, press press into the face, and then I use blotterati, and I take off the excess. So you're not going to get that surface residue, but the hydration is already pressed into the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really depends. I miss, sometimes I, I like to use like the fresh concentrate. Sometimes I use SK2 and it depends on the person. Like some people walk in, like a lot of models, you know, come from a long flight and their skin looks really thirsty. Then I have to quench that thirst. And some people are like more on the oily side. Um, it, it really is a case by case scenario, but it is a lot of skin prep. And a lot of times... Um, I either use my fingers or like a reefer roller and I massage a lot. Oh, we were just talking about reefer mm-hmm. today. Yeah. So, massage and reefer, for those who don't know what a reefer roller is, because I don't think everyone does, what it, how would you describe that? It's a fancy Japanese roller. So, like when you use a jade roller, I don't, you could use it's inexpensive. A reefer roller, it has microcurrent that like works with the light mm-hmm. and you can't physically see it. But I mean, I just basically think anytime the skin is like, whether you put like a, you know, like a vibrating cleanser or you use a reefa or you use, you know, high frequency or whatever, anything that really stimulates and moves blood flow around the skin mm-hmm. is good. Okay. But you yeah. could even do that with your fingers too. Exactly. <laughs> if you're good at massaging, like gua sha, whatever floats your boat. So what do people get wrong about working with highlighting products? I'm sure you see a lot of don'ts. <laughs> Well, you know what's interesting? Okay, I'll answer this in a reverse way. Is that one of the questions people love to ask me the most about Impress is, what's your favorite highlighter? What's your favorite highlighter? How do you get the look? What's your favorite? And it's really not about the highlighter. Like if you look at my glow porn, the highlighter is just the cherry on top of the whole look. It's like the skin skin is already wet. And so I don't put highlighter on dry, fucked up skin. I put it on when the whole look is complete and then it's so like mesmerizing to look at. But... I think that's something that women get wrong oftentimes is too much coverage. Like for me, I rather look like I have a couple of flaws or like, you know, a little bit of melasma than to look like I have a dry pancake on my face. And I think the problem that women make a lot is that I think for hundreds of years, it's been going on that they naturally, you know, like we all went through a max studio fix phase, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Where you, you Some just... Some people are still in it. Yeah. And it's like a 12-step program because first of all, <laughs> it like you're addicted to it. Then if you break out, you need it to cover the breakout. And it's just like a vicious cycle, you know? Yeah. And I think that something like Max Studio Fix, I love you, Mac, don't get this wrong. It's great for like stage makeup or like if you're a news anchor or certain things. But if you want really luminous skin, slapping powder all over your face, especially if you're over the age of 25, doesn't really do anybody any favors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And So it's not so much about the highlighter, but what's under the highlighter. It's about the whole look that by the time you put the highlighter on, it just finishes and like completes okay. a beautiful luminous look. But I don't, I don't really think... It's so much about highlighter because if if I walked around the street right now and grabbed like the most like gorgeous highlighter, like I don't know, Becca's champagne pop, and I started swiping it on everyone, it wouldn't look good unless the whole look mm-hmm. you do your work. Mm-hmm. First. I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, this is the thing about Dewey that I've noticed. It might be an age thing, okay. but there's a certain subset of women. It might be a cultural thing too, as you were yeah. talking about Vietnam, like yeah. different uh, shaped lips. 
they still see dewy skin. They're like, oh, that's oily. Right. I don't or like sweaty. Or sweaty. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you think the difference is, A, between dewy and oily? And do you think this is also another trend that it'll just go back to we're all going to want to do the 90s, like Gwen Stefani, matte face <laughs> Okay. So I think dewy looks healthy. It looks like there's moisture, like this... Dewy looks like your skin just drink a gallon of water. Oily looks greasy and unflattering, and it looks like you could fry an egg on your forehead. So I think that, you know, there's... And like the, the place, like right in the center yeah, yeah, and the like, teens, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I'm more on the oily side, but I embrace my oiliness. And I think that there's also different levels because, you know, people... You know, and a lot of things that you see on Instagram, it's aspirational and it's editorial and it's a little bit over the top. But I just think that healthy moist skin. Dewy should look like an extreme amount of moisture. Like your skin's just like extremely I just drink moist. a ton of water. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I never drink water. I should start. Everybody let's drink some water. We're going to... Taking gonna, a moment. Water Dewey's break. Dewy's from the inside <laughs> out. Okay. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Okay, so... You know, I feel like when I use highlighters or any kind of glossy products, you know, Jen and I always talk about these like glossing sticks that look great. Um, we like the Chanel Balm Essential. Love that love. one. We like the Ciate Dewy sticks. sticks. Yeah. Oh, I have that. I haven't opened it yet. Oh my God. You have to try it. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. I'll but, open it when I get home. But if I use one of those sticks, I know that I have to pop it in my bag if I want to maintain that look versus like... You know, a Charlotte Tilbury Film Star Bronze and Glow, I know that like I probably am not going to touch up because it kind of lasts. So what, how can you like, you know, you do all these dewy faces, which ones are great for staying put? And do we have to just kind of resign ourselves to you're going to have to touch up with some of them? Well, it really depends. Like some people, everybody wears makeup differently. And for me, if my highlighter, I do my makeup once in the morning and I might powder like around my nose. But if my highlighter kind of fades, I just let it be. It's not one of those things where I look in the mirror and I'm like, <gasps> my cheeks aren't popping. Pop it's banging bang. right now. Oh, is and it? You know what? I'm using everything. I'm obsessed with the new Becca um, Silk highlighting drops. They're gorgeous. And then another... So it, it really depends. A lot of times I'll do a cream and then I'll stack a powder. But if you're talking about one of these sticky dewy sticks mm-hmm. like the Chanel Balm or like the Kevin Aquan Glass Glow, yeah, yeah. that's not flattering with powder on top because it makes no. it a weird texture. It pills a little. So, Ugh, yeah, it's good. I don't know, skeeves. like highlighter, it, it just, it, it really depends on 
your preference and if you want to be subtle or like burn out some corneas. I want to burn out the corneas. <laughs> yeah, I like to burn out some corneas. Um, okay, speaking of burning out corneas, yes. you do it on the reg. You are a makeup artist who I feel like has come, risen up in fame by doing your own makeup for other women to see. Yeah. Which, which I really love. Thank you. And it inspires me. Do you, So two-part two question. Do you think that's helped your career and how do you get so comfortable in front of the camera? Girl, if you watch my videos like five years ago, I used to be like, hi, I'm makeup artist Sambo. This is vitamin C derived. You know how it changed everything for me? What? Instagram stories. I think that once I started putting it selfie mode and I... Do you look at yourself or the camera? I look at my, I look into my own eyes and mm. I just like, it's like talking to a friend. It, nobody wants to hear a professional professor teacher talk about ingredients. If I'm like, hey, dumplings, this is going to light you up and... When I'm just myself, I just think that that's when my career really grew. When I was busy, like talking about being technical and being stiff and talking about ingredients and like, it was really bad mm -hmm. for me. But I think Insta stories really helped me warm up. And I think Instagram is a very interesting place. One, I think it's very soul sucking. <laughs> but number two, I think it's also like so much fun. I could literally like go on Instagram live and be like, hey guys, this is my favorite lipstick. You could share and edit your life and you could be your own magazine and be who you want to be. Sure. And my career has very much changed because like three years ago, I just, I was doing editorial and I was hired to be on set and my agent had to go like praying that like if I wanted to shoot for like Bazaar or something, they would submit my book amongst like 2030s where now I get to showcase my work and my brand voice and I get to be inappropriate and talk about glowgasms and glow jobs and you know so many sometimes like my friends at age like my agents like now are you sure you should say that but I actually think people like it because nobody wants to be with like an uptight you know, somebody with a stick up their ass. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of those. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like if there's a makeup artist out there, and maybe they're, you're an attractive woman. Let's just be frank. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she's if she's not comfortable with the way she looks, or he's not, or they're just like a behind the scenes kind of person. They're, they got into doing makeup because they want other people to be beautiful. Like you kind of, it's hard, right? Yeah. Like they're you're a good looking woman. It helps your career because when you put you. makeup on yourself, everybody's like, I want to look like that. Thank you. She's using all her tools. She's, yeah. I'm using what God gave me. I don't have much of a brain. I don't know what two plus two is. I don't know what left to right. I'm actually happy. She definitely I, knows that. I know you know that. This, I, this is very like faux, faux I can humility. highlight in my sleep. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. So I think it is an interesting time because I tell people all the time, I feel tremendously lucky there are tremendously talented makeup artists that work at the clinic counter at the airport. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so unfortunately, this business is not only about talent. It's about timing. It's about it's a, it's about a lot of things. And unfortunately, in this day and age, it's kind of sad because talent isn't enough. And I'm friends with like a lot of makeup artists. And my advice to people when it comes to social media is like, I'm not, I love Makeup by Mario. He's so talented. I'm not busy trying to be Makeup by Mario. I, I, I stay in my lane and, you know, I tell people when it comes to social media, everybody and their mama wants to build a social media preference. Like, so like I have a girlfriend who like, had flawless skin and like broke out with acne. And I was like, go on your Insta stories and talk about it. Talk about how you, because when you put makeup on, you cover it, it looks beautiful. Tell everybody about the products that you're using. That's how the brands will notice you. And you have to, like, if you have, if you're pregnant, talk about that. If you're trying to lose weight for your wedding, talk about that. If you're obsessed with cats, like you have to, there's a thousand billion people to follow. So you have to really be mindful about, be genuine to who you are 
and just tell your story. Do you think the time to be private, like Jen and I have this conversation a lot, you know, a lot of our peers, they put it all out there and like yeah. it works for them. It's working for them. Um, but personally, like I, I'm not like, oh, I'm never on Instagram. I do say like, oh, here's my cat. And like, you know, love, <laughs> her cat has his own Instagram. You should follow him. Um, like love this TV show. Anyone else? Like, like I do little things like that, yeah. but I'm not someone who lives you know, it's not like people know what I do at night or on the weekend, like regularly. So I'm curious, do you think that in the time, uh, in like 2019, you need to put that away, like that kind of private personal away in order to be like, oh, yeah, it successful. kills my soul. So like, that's, that's what you said. Okay, so when you yeah. said soul sucking, I want to interrupt you and be like, yeah. what do you mean? But I figured we'd get to that. Keep going. Well, for example, as funny as you should speak, I'm actually going on a two-week Instagram um Detox. And, um, I just <laughs> got so a serious. notification that I'm 37% down on my screen time. Congratulations to me. Wow. And okay. you know what it is? I just think that it's, I'm like, for me, I'm talking personally, like I'm bombarded by everybody's Instagram stories. Like I don't, I might do like maybe five stories a day and then I post on my grid once or twice. I don't want to be glued to my phone and I, moving forward, I don't know when the social media bubble is going to blow up and I want to believe tomorrow if Instagram got canceled, I would still have a skill and a yeah. job. So I'm taking a two-week two break and I just really want to be mindful. Like for example, I I don't open every single influencer box anymore because I don't want to bore my people. I want... So you open them, you just might not put it on the. Yeah, no, yeah, I open them. I just might not put it. Everybody's like, like, I'm not sending her anything anymore. <laughs> no, I just want to be more mindful. For example, like, I think my new strategy moving forward is I'm gonna probably like have on Tuesdays I'm gonna do like save money, honey, and then on Thursdays I'm gonna talk about my like facials. It's like a lot because you you especially as editors, you know, we get thrown like treatments and facials like every single day, but I'm thinking for my audience, does it help that every single week I'm at a new facial? I need to be I able to be mindful mm -hmm. to be like, "Hey, melasma discoloration dumplings. These are the best facials." Melasma dumplings. Hey, hey aging wrinkling dumplings. Like this is the <laughs> best like I think that it's just been like overwhelming with content, product, services, influencer trips, like gifts. And I'm tremendously grateful for all of it. But I just don't feel like like throwing it up on social media every day anymore. So moving forward, I just want to be more mindful about what I post. I mean, it should be natural, but I'm just like, I just, there's just too much. Like yeah. I took two weeks off and I'm like, oh, I should post this editorial and then this article and then this. And oh my God, I'm obsessed with this mask. And oh my God, this lipstick. Like, you I should definitely so much... post about your fat mascara episode. Yes, when no, I I <laughs> if that's not on your Instagram, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back Sunday the 20 something. <laughs> we um, want to be your dumpling. Do you, do you, find, <laughs> do you, um, do you put your personal life on it or is it always like, no, focused? because you want to know why I don't, you guys have husbands, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just got So married. like, isn't it heartbreaking? <laughs> I hate when a breakup happens, the unfriending the families, the this, the that. And the worst part is I hate deleting photos of us, especially cute photos of me. I know. I want, <laughs> right? That's I was, like the most... I had a breakup and I went back through and oh, I... Yeah. But I didn't want to erase it completely. I also think that's weird when people just like erase the existence of a person. I think that's weird. I had this conversation with someone once. I think that's like disrespectful to yeah. the person and like the time. No, I don't want to be reminded of... Oh, this doesn't sound like it's so great. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't want to. No, actually, it wasn't even that bad. I just don't want to be reminded. And God, he was sexy as hell. But can we see a photo? <laughs> yeah, later, later, I'll show you a photo. But it's like she's on Raya. Yeah. And she's all these photos, and the it's like cropped really weird. Right? Because you looked good. Yeah. So, but I just don't want to have to do that. Yeah, and um, 
I, I think that, you know, oftentimes too, maybe I'm wrong, but when I probably was in a relationship a couple of years ago and every day I was like, man crush Monday, my dream guy. I'm so <laughs> lucky lying with roses in bed that he gave me. And like, I just actually look back and if I'm really honest with myself, I was probably insecure about that relationship. That's why I had to throw it up on social media. Mm-hmm. But now I just, yeah, it's, are you, it's private. Are you in a relationship now? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, I'm you're in love like with Bradley Cooper. Little, like, uh, oh, should we let him know? That yeah, he's my neighbor. Wait, Bradley Cooper's your neighbor? Yeah, we live in the same what's street. What's the deal right now? Like, what's happening with him? I don't know. Bradley, your agent, anybody? I think you got to get in with his mom is kind of the thing with him, right? Oh, he's like a mama's boy. Uh, he brings her on like red... Yeah. Come on, we know how to work. He's like that. really into the Eagles too. So why don't you I start wearing... Eagles. I'm from Philly. You can, we can talk later. <laughs> We got, yeah. and, he, and you have to speak <laughs> French. Jersey. I think he speaks French too. Yeah, I think uh, he do does. You know French. Je them. All right, you love her. You're in. Baguette. Baguette. <laughs> there there you go. go. You're yeah. Bradley's new woman. Yeah, you heard married. Actually, <laughs> no, no, he's he, not. no, he he broke up with that Irina. Whatever. Because he saw Nam on looking yeah. all glowy on the <laughs> yep. sidewalk, and he was like, I'm "I want some of that dumpling." Watch it. Yeah, you totally. And you know what? I'm allergic to alcohol. He doesn't drink. We both like to meditate, and we live on the same street. I mean, this seems like a match made in yeah, heaven. Yeah, he could be your man dumpling. Nam, should, do you think I should be Namvo or Namvo Cooper? Ooh. Um, I think Namvo. Namvo Cooper sounds like a power tool. Namvo, Namvo Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself with that Namvo Cooper. <laughs> I like it. It's cute. I like it too. I support you in all things, Thank Bradley. You so much. Namvo. That's and fine. all things Dewey. I think we've like, are, uh, like I'm. I think we're done. I'm That's satisfied. It? That was so fun. Yeah, because uh, we we want to have fun with you. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Put you under the gun. Thank we're you so fun. much. Thanks, Thank Nam. you so much, guys. Let us know what happens with Brad. Okay, I will. <laughs> Bye. Love you, Brad. <laughs> Okay, it's time to raise a wand. Um, I am going to kick it off with mm-hmm. a cream for my baby. Now, <laughs> I have made every effort possible not to turn this into a mom pod. I really am very selective about when I talk about my child and when I talk about baby products, but this one is really good, Okay. This I, meanwhile, is, it became a cat podcast like four episodes ago. Oh, just, I have, I have, a, I have another. I got, I got a supplement no, to the to the cat no, brush. No, no, no. You said oh. it's about like stick to the. Okay, okay, okay. All right, listen. Well, guys, stay tuned. Okay, fall twenty twenty. Stay tuned for the most baller cat detangling spray. Okay, okay. I, right. the, the people, the people want to know. Okay, the people deserve to know. Okay, this is the Kiehl's nurturing baby cream for face and body. Did you hear that face and body? Mm-hmm. I love that because it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a one and done. I love that I can use it on Lake's face and her little tush and her little fingers and her little toes. Now you touched her her little foot the other day and I couldn't help but notice that you were stunned by how soft it was. Now that is her baby skin, but I can't I can't mm-hmm. help but wonder if it is twice daily applications of of the Kiehl's baby cream. It's got shea butter. It's got apricot kernel oil. It, it, it's, it's mild. It doesn't have this an overpowering scent and it absorbs beautifully into her skin and she likes it. Oh my God. And she has the softest skin. I've had like, listen, I have lots of friends with babies. I'm not kidding. She has the softest baby skin I've ever felt. I feel like it's, there's a good reason because you're a beauty editor and like you're her mom and she's using the Kiehl's. Maybe that's the reason. 
but it's like truly remarkable. I really like to like, it's more of like, it's like a bonding ritual too. I like, it's it's not that she had like dry patchy skin. I just like to make her feel like cared for and give her a little massage. So yeah. it's, you know, it's all of those things. It's really nice. And also if 20 bucks is like, I'm not spending 20 bucks on a cream for my baby. It's a really nice gift <laughs> for, <laughs> it's a really nice gift um, for somebody just to like show, you know, like a little something special for them. So um, I don't know. I, I think it's great. So what you got? That's a good one. Well, I've been trying lots of beauty products. You guys, I'm I'm doing my job as the co-host of Fat Mascara. I have to tell you, like, I want to say like 2% of the products I try actually get a razor wand because... I don't want to tell you about a product that's just so-so. That defeats the whole purpose of Razor One. Yes. So frankly, I do not have a beauty product this week. But what I do have for you is a recipe that I've made 52 times this summer. Maybe not 52. Here's the thing. You know I like to cook. In the winter I, and, and during pandemic times, like deep pandemic, I'm talking about March, April, May, I was really into cooking. But then it gets hot and like I'm not about to go make fresh, I'm not making stocks from scratch and all that. There is a tofu stir fry recipe oh. from, from the New York Times. Martha Rose Schulman is the food person that wrote this. Spinach, tofu, and sesame stir fry. Let me tell you this. Time, 15 minutes. That's literally the time it takes to make this thing. And it tastes like you got it from your favorite, like, pan-Asian restaurant. It is just delicious, and it has spinach and a lot of spinach, so you're being healthy. And, like, sesame and soy sauce and ginger and garlic, nothing revolutionary, but I don't know why it tastes better than every tofu stir-fry. You know how sometimes they're very spongy? Or, like, the texture of the tofu is, like, too wet, and then it it loses its flavor, but this, Jen, can I ask you a really yes. important question? Because and we could talk about this. Do you offline. need to drain the tofu? How, yeah, I, we've only made tofu. Oh, let's be real. Jeff has only made tofu a couple of times, and it's like the texture. I like my tofu real firm, like almost like a. Like Here's a, the trick. I've learned this, and she doesn't say to do this, but I do this for every tofu recipe. You take it out of the thing, you wrap it in a paper towel, put it on a plate, and then I put a cast iron skillet on top. And as long as I can wait, I let the water drain out at least 10 minutes. And you'll get a good cup of water out of that, and it'll squish down in size. Mm -hmm. And then whenever you fry it up or whatever you do next, bake it, whatever, it'll be a million times better because it doesn't have all that water content in there. Is there a brand of tofu that you like or like a description? There are two, but it has to be extra firm. Whatever brand you get, get the most extra firm one there is and drain it, and you'll be golden. I promise. Okay, I might Nasoya actually... Nasoya is the brand that I usually get. N-A-S-O-Y-A, I believe. Okay, this 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 really clears up a lot for me. The draining is the key. I only learned that very recently. You could put other things on top. Whatever you can to like weight it down so it squeezes out some water, you know? Okay. Anyway, just, so this where does the recipe water is go? like so quick like and a, so yummy. Wait, but Jen, where's the water? Like you put it just on a plate and then... The I put it on a plate and then like dump off the water. But if you want to be really good about it, you could stick it in a colander and then put like a can of soup on it or something so the water drains out okay, that's before you make it. So that's cool. my tip. It's not a beauty tip, but like people, drain your tofu before you cook. Thank um, you. And this is a yummy recipe and so quick, which who doesn't want to stir fry when it's hot out and you just don't feel like cooking, you know? Uh, I love it. Post so you can, you, uh, you turned it into a cat slash mama baby podcast and I'll turn it into a food podcast, but always, always for you guys, we bring the beauty. Am I right? I love it. No, I'm into it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so hungry right now. We'll see you next week for all new fall season content. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. 